The Adam Crowley Show. Brought to you by the Erector Protector, protecting your junk since 2016. If you want to keep the bang out yo wang, you need Erector Protector. Available at Walgreens, CBS, and Arby's. Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. You found the Crowley Show, where mom listens and you should too. 412-922-2874 is the number to call. Or you can join the cast of dozens and follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley, at FBomber73, for Brian LaMartina, at ButtonPusher970, for Shirtless Tom. I just self-scouted myself accidentally. When I give the phone number, it's always 412-922-2874. Why do I go the extra beat with the nine? I don't know. That's a good question, man. I don't know. You need to look deep inside to figure that one out, I think. It's like a quarter note. Yeah, you do. You, you, or a whole you note. drag the nine a little bit. The funny thing is, is when you're on the Steelers network, I noticed you do it too. It, it might just be a number nine thing with you. Four one two nine two zero. Yeah. Huh. Or maybe it's just uh, you trying to remember the rest of the number. <laughs> I need a QB wrist or something. That's good. That's got all the all the phone numbers and Twitter accounts. I mean, this is a radio studio. We probably should have it written somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it used to be up on the wall. Yeah, but you're a professional. We now it's gone. Need, we got rid of it because we didn't think you needed it. I gave away the 970 phone number last night on the post game show yes. just once. Mm-hmm. I think it was two times the week before, so I'm improving steadily. Yeah. I was up in the studio here while you were doing that, and uh, it rang. It actually did. I didn't answer it because I didn't want to talk to him. Did that really happen? You know, it really did. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's my bad. Quit throwing Sorry. stuff over there. Sorry. Okay? Pull it together. Yeah. Running a tight shit. Tight. Hard <laughs> T. A tight. That was a hard T, A tight Tom. ship around here. I think Tom's tea. on the phone. Tom, you're going to have to pull that. <laughs> Tom, we've got some audio you have to pull. <laughs> I just... We yeah, okay. almost so, made it a week. So yesterday... <laughs> yesterday... I had a terrible transition between the DJ Durkin college football player dies topic into preseason football with John Ledger. But then I had a glorious opportunity for a transition later on in the program. I then touted myself saying this was going to be a better transition, but was unable to say transition. (laughs) What just happened there was I was trying to say we are running a tight ship Ship. And I said, type ship. I didn't just do it there. Uh, my brain filled it in, I think. <laughs> Does the FCC care if your brain fills it in? Is that part of it? I don't I don't think so, unless they hear it and their brain fills it in. It's easier to understand the FCC regulations than it is the helmet rule. Yeah, that's a transition. That is a transition yeah. right there, my friend. But before we get to the transition, we got a call. Oh, well, you've ruined the transition now. From Mr. McBeam, who wants to join us on the show. Hello, Mr. McBeam. Oh, one thing. Didn't Brian do your FCC training? So, like, how would you know any of that? Is this Shimer? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Jesus. What's up, <laughs> That's man? not the point. Um, so, I'm going to fill you in on the text messages that you're not responding to. What do you mean? Um, what are you doing? We're trying to make Zach, plans here? You can't do this. What time do you want to meet? I did. 
Like eight o'clock? Are we seriously making yeah. plans on the air? Oh, right we now? can do it. Eight Is o'clock. That what we're doing. Yes, yeah, eight o'clock. Like your friends are calling into the show. Hey, right? shut up! This is our show. Your friends are calling into the show to make plans on the air. Text them eight o'clock. Are Simon. you kidding me? Right, make it happen. Up. I'm a bad friend. I'm not responding what to the text. What the hell is this? He's working. He's working. This is why I shouldn't give the long nine when you I give the phone wait, number. They can wait two hours to talk to you. Hour 55. Oh, I need Crowley so bad, I might as well call into his radio show <laughs> and make some plans on the air. Hey, uh, Crowley, do you, have the, do you happen to have that recipe for chicken cacciatore that Leanna made? My girlfriend wants it. I figured I'd call you because I know where you are. Can we call you at work? Ask you what the hell you're doing later? Jesus! We lost all control here. We run a tight ship. My God, we used to. Until McBeamer or whatever the hell Zach's going by on here in an effort to sneak onto the air to make plans with you. Was a tight ship. If you're still listening, 8 o'clock I think we'll meet tonight. Why? Well, I have to do the show. I get home and shower, and then after I shower, I got to walk the dog. Well, let's just get into it. What are we wearing? Are you going to wear the blue shirt? Because I don't want to wear the same shirt as you wear. I'm going to wear the gray shirt that I'm wearing now. I'm going to put pants on. Okay, are you wearing jeans? I'm going to wear green pants. Green pants? Okay, green so pants. I'll be all right in jeans and maybe like a white t-shirt? I'd go dark jeans, though. Dark jeans? You're dark going jeans. lighter jeans? Okay, uh, what kind of shoes? you go with the Converse? Wearing... Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll go Vans. Yeah. All right, we're good. Tom, what do you want to wear tonight? Uh, shorts and no shirt. Okay, very good. Excellent. Um, hey, uh, maybe if you'd like afterwards, we could all go home, grab a movie, maybe an ice cream. No, I don't know if you're up for it. Hey, whatever. Anybody else want to hang out tonight? The number 412-922-2874. That was confusing, but not as confusing as the new helmet rule. Woo! Yeah. I hope to God they don't officiate it like preseason, but my gut says the league is still going to be fine. Here's the language of the rule. Quote, if a player lowers his head to initiate and make contact with his helmet against an opponent, contact does not have to be an opponent's head or neck area. Lowering the head and initiating contact to opponent's torso, hips, and lower body is also a foul, end quote, which does, I think, make yesterday's contact a foul. But they called the wrong guy. They called the wrong guy. They called Cody Sense about 2-4. They got a little dyslexic. They wanted to call Morgan Burnett 4-2. They did it wrong. But they got the call right. The problem is that they did get the call right, though. That's the problem. That's the issue. I put that on Twitter. They got the call right, but the call was wrong. You catch my drift? If they're going to keep calling it by the letter of the law, if that is the letter of the law, we're going to have some issues this year. Now, the reason why this is in there, the reason why it's a rule now, is because the NFL settled their concussion lawsuits for roughly $1 billion in 2015. To me, it's not about making the game less violent that really bothers me, though. That's their whole justification, and it's because they got sued. I think the NFL will eventually come to its senses here and realize that you can't take the violence out of the game. My biggest gripe is the same as it was with the old convoluted catch rule. We don't know what we're watching. And with that, it takes enjoyment out of the game as we wait for the flag. It affects games. 
And if it's not the preseason, it's the postseason. Are they going to call that in a crucial moment? 15 yards for what used to be a perfect form tackle on fourth down in the fourth quarter in the Super Bowl? Or are they going to go all NHL where they should be making a call in a crucial moment and then they'll wind up not doing it because of the stakes? We're not going to have a clue. Player safety this, rules committee that. My biggest problem is not knowing. Because if they called that, they could have called a couple of other ones in the game last night. And they didn't. So when will they? How frequently will they? Because we haven't seen it frequently with the Steelers games. It's only been one in each game. We've seen it more frequently around the league. It's going to be a problem. It's going to be an issue. It's going to make the sport harder to watch. And I don't know if it's going to make it safer. I mean, how can you get your head out of the way? Not hitting an opponent in the head with your head, that makes more sense to me. I get that. That's fine. But not getting your helmet undued at all, that's pretty tough. Not easy. It's going to be a problem. It's going to be tough to officiate. I said this the other day, though. As much as I want to get pissy about it, as much as it bothers me, and it does, and as much as it's going to piss off the entire sports world and really the free world when they call this in a big game, We're all going to be fine. We're all going to move on. We're all going to be okay with it because we still love football. It's not going to make anybody stop watching the game. Now, maybe the compiled rules over the last decade and a half will make people turn away from the game, but this rule itself ain't going to do it. The NFL will survive. The NFL always survives, even if this is a disaster. You don't think the catch roll was a disaster? I mean, Des Bryant in a playoff game. It's Cowboys. Was it the Lions? Or was it the Packers that they were playing? Either way, you've got the Cowboys, Des Bryant, leaning for the goal line, the biggest franchise in the National Football League, one of them at least. And the rule still sucks. And yet people still watch. Jesse James, Pittsburgh Steelers. One of, if not the biggest franchise in the National Football League against the team of the last decade and a half. Jesse James doesn't survive the ground. There's outrage, yet the league still survives. Now they changed the rule, which is where Tim Benz comes in. And we'll be joined by him in eight minutes. He says he wants it to be so bad this year, or he wants it to affect such a big game, that the NFL is going to be forced to do what they did in the Jesse James situation, which is change the rule altogether. I wish they'd just do away with it. I wish they never would have done this. I wish we could get in the DeLorean and go back in time and say, let's not do this, please. But if it does affect the game and enough outcry does persist, maybe they will change. Maybe they will. It's a good thought. It's a good theory. But people ain't leaving the NFL. It's not happening. If they are, it's because of the kneeling. Just kidding. No, not going there. Not doing it. Not doing that. Don't want to be that guy. No, seriously, if they're leaving, it's because of the kneeling. Why does nobody ever think about the people who are mad 
that people are leaving because of the kneeling. Because those people are probably leaving because the people left because of the kneeling. Who's thinking about them? Not you. But the NFL survived worse than this. The NFL survived strikes. And here we are. Still all watching. Yeah, the ratings went down a little bit. You want to know why? Because the ratings are going down with everything a little bit. Because there's so much on the damn TV. So much sports on the damn TV. Oh, yeah, and this little tiny thing called Red Zone. The NFL will survive. I don't have to like this. It is going to make the game less enjoyable, but I'm still sure as bleep going to enjoy it. Tom, do we know if I swore? Were you able to pull that? Not yet, but we're going to find out very We're going to find out. You were too busy talking to my friend on the phone. Yes. I didn't even hear that part. So I'm excited to hear it for the first time. I'm excited to hear it back. 8 o'clock tonight, friends. Don't forget to text me at 412-855. Oh! Wait, oh. are our plans settled for tonight? You I gotta, think we're good. Everybody know where they solid. need to be? Think everybody we're good. said that's good? Okay. think we're good. Okay. Are, are there any friends we're missing? Because we've got a few, like a minute or two here if they want to call in. and. What, and do you want me to call them? Yeah, sure. we can call your friends. Make plans. Yeah. So just give out my email? I mean, if you want, the more the merrier, I always say. What a strange show we've got. It's weird. It's weird. It's just a big clubhouse. Everyone wants to be a part of it. Get out of here, Steely. Coming up next, Tim Benz. Talk about the NFL and the calamity. What's Benz wearing tonight? Is he going? All dark. Because he's the official vampire of the Crowley Show. It's calamity! The lowering of the helmet rule we discussed. The Crowley Show. The Adam Crowley Show. He did a couple of annoying radio-y, hot takey things that I wouldn't have done where he goes, Go ahead and tell me why you don't think what Tom Wilson did was illegal, and I'll tell you why you're wrong. Explain what you think, and then I'll tell you why you're wrong. On ESPN Pittsburgh. Okay, tough guy. That really happened. You know, it really did. Oh, boy. That's my bad. Quit throwing Sorry. stuff over there. Sorry. Okay? Pull it together. Yeah. Running yeah. a type shit tight. Hard T. A tight. That was a hard T, tight ship around here. I think Tom's on the phone. I didn't swear there. I think it was a hard T. I don't think so. I don't know, man. No chance. It sounded pretty hard. You think it was hard? For the purposes of the FCC, yeah, it was, of course, but I I think it was. No. There was a time where Madden got in big, almost trouble when he was trying to say... (laughs) <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Wild card hunt. How could that possibly go? <laughs> well, it can go wrong just like this, Brian. I was trying to say tight ship, and here's what came out. Okay. Running a type ship type. I don't think I said it. Running a type ship type. One more time. Running a type ship type. At uh, pretty clear hard T. Running a type ship type. Right there. Uh, yeah, like a little bit. One more. Running a type shit type. Bim Tens joins us now here on the Crowley Show. Tim, <laughs> do you think that that was a FCC violation right there? I've put it through the Al Riveron meter, and <laughs> I think you're in the clear. Yeah! All I'm right! going to say you went to the ground safely on that one. Tim, what the hell's up with this rule, man? I think they got the wrong dude. I think they switched the 2-4 and the 4-2 like I switched the T and the P there. That being said, if they're going to call that, oh, boy. Oh, boy. You're going to get your wish. It's going to be so bad that they're going to have to change it at the end of the year. Yeah, that's exactly what I wrote a couple weeks ago. Uh, Back to your original point about the wild card hunt, though. (laughs) Given what's going on with the Pirates, don't worry. 
you're never going to have to say that again. <laughs> they could not be more average, Tim. 250 in ter- or 520 or whatever, 550 in terms of runs scored and runs given up. Exactly 500, run differential at zero. They're just an average baseball team. Yeah, we're not going to have to worry about the wild card hunt until December if the Ravens get good in Pittsburgh. Let me put it to you that way. But uh, Whoa. Now, when it comes to the rule last night, and uh, I'm going to get into this with Mike DeCourcy next week in Sporting News. Oh, that'll be good. Oh, yeah, because Mike, Mike apparently wants to play football in bubble wrap, I guess. But, um, you know, all of the hyperbole, you know, from old Yinzer X on the bar stool in Sharpsburg about just put flags on them and why don't they all wear dresses. And back in my day when Al Bundy and I were playing together at Polk High, uh, all that hyperbole is now 100% true because that's literally the next step. Because if that, if what happened last night is not a football hit, then you can't play football. You, you have to turn it into a different sport because the rest now are just so spooked that they are throwing flags based on what they think might be a penalty and might get them in trouble if they don't call it. And that's not how you officiate. I'm sorry. And, yeah, I... I thought initially it was Burnett, and they just switched the numbers to Adam. But then, didn't you see the? Because I know you watched the preseason games twice. You're very, you're very proud about boasting that you do that. So. I didn't do this one though. Oh, okay. Well, this one was hard <laughs> to watch the first time, let alone the second. Yeah, time. and it was far too long for me to sit down and watch <laughs> that bad boy again. Yeah, you never would have gotten on the air on time. No. Uh, see, I, I think it's still going on, in fact, technically. But the um, the, the camera angle along the sidelines caught Tomlin looking up at the side judge saying, what number again? You could clearly read his lips. What number again? And he goes 2-4, he puts 2-4 and four up, and then nods his head in the affirmative. So they said sensible. They meant to say sensible, at least initially. And they meant to say 24 in the stadium. And I don't know what he did wrong. I don't know how you lower your shoulder without lowering your head. Look, it's if he doesn't lower, and this is the thing that the rule doesn't take into account, and I'm glad it happened so early in the preseason so I could bitch about it. Yeah. But how do you lower your shoulder without lowering your head? And you know what? If he does not lower his shoulder there in an attempt to lower his head, he's Barry Church. If he stays upright, it's the same hit as Church on Gronkowski in the AFC Championship game. Am I right? We're not talking about Church this week on the Crowley Show, okay? Uh, why, did you have a religious thing that I missed? Yeah, we're just not doing that. Uh, I'm sitting in the studio right now, lowering my shoulders and trying to keep my head in the same place, and breaking news, Tim, you can't do it. Yeah, it is an unnatural movement. I mean, it, otherwise you kind of end up trying to tackle someone like a goose that's trying to walk across the street. Yes. You're Merton Hanks. Yes, it's it's not possible. I mean, Brian's over there. He's doing it. I, everyone at home, if you're not driving, I want you to practice lowering your shoulder, not lowering your head. And you can't. Well, no, I want people. No, no, no. Please ask people driving to do it. I want people driving to do it because then they'll cause massive auto wrecks, and then we could put that on the NFL. People but, trying to practice safe defensive back play ruin rush hour traffic outside the Fort Pitt Tunnel. That will make headlines and cause for change. This is much worse than the catch rule because the catch. I mean, that happens from time to time. Tackles like the one we saw last night happen every other play almost, it seems. Well, yeah, I just um, I don't know what you do about it if you're a defensive back now aside from start taking. I think that's what it has to come down to. That might be the catalyst for my hope of having it go so badly so quickly that they have to change it like the catch rule 
is uh, there's just going to have to be a good wide receiver or 10 that sacrifice their ACLs in the name of keeping one concussion injury uh, off the table. Because that's, that's what's going to need to happen. Is the Players Association is going to have to say, you've made the game too restrictive in the name of protecting us, that now we're at risk because everyone's going after our knees. Do you think that there even was a demand for this kind of overreaction by the National Football League? I don't. Uh, they had already been getting pushback for defenseless receiver rules and for helmet-to-helmet rules. I get helmet-to-helmet. Defenseless receiver can still be, obviously, a gray area, but I think they had done enough to protect themselves from a- another lawsuit, don't you? I do, but then again, I'm not a lawyer. I do, but then again, I don't know how it got as far as it did. You know, I know the players are upset about this, especially the, the defensive players, and even some of the offensive players now, I guess running backs and wide receivers in the Heinz Ward mold that like to crack back on guys that no longer can. But I don't have, um, I don't really have sympathy for them getting fined. Financially, I don't. I have sympathy for them because they can't play their sport anymore. I don't have sympathy for them getting fined because it was their own zeal, uh, the former players anyway, to sue the National Football League in the first place and Back when the concussion lawsuits first started happening, it was, oh, the league didn't take care of us, you know, from the union. So the union brought some of this on itself with the, you know, attacks that uh, it had on the NFL. Uh, The NFL brought a lot of this on itself for how it handled itself in the first place back in the 80s when it denied everything in the 90s and it denied everything. Uh, A lot of chickens are coming home to roost on this, Adam, and we the fans are the ones that are suffering because we don't have the game that we watched anymore. Tim Benz joining us. You can check him out, Breakfast with Benz, every morning on TribLive.com. Uh, Tim, your boy, he's kicking ass. James Washington, he's got the world's strongest hands. He still looks funny as all get out. But you mentioned it the other week. Martavis Bryant doesn't come down with that ball thrown by Mason Rudolph down the sideline. He doesn't he did- come down with either of them. No, he doesn't come down with either of them in this game either. No way. Nope, not at all. And uh, I'm glad you referenced James Washington now as my boy, and you intentionally did not reference Mason Rudolph in that regard. I'm helping you out, pal. Thank you. Thank you. Because I, I, I did do backflips over both draft choices. So I, you can technically qualify James Washington in that way, and you are accurate. So I am thrilled with the way he's developed. And please, can we drop the act now? Can we drop the act of, oh, he's got to earn his way up the depth chart. We can't give him too much too fast. You're kidding, right? This is a team that has Antonio Brown as a wide receiver. Juju Smith-Schuster is a wide receiver. You talk about guys that got too much too fast from an attitude point of view. Uh, this guy is a humble, hardworking, quiet, no frills. I mean, he went through four years of college and never became that in Stillwater. You think he was a big fish in a small pond in Stillwater? Come on. So, you know, I don't think they had to work so hard to suppress him from a depth chart point of view, and it is now high time, high time, to get him working with Ben Roethlisberger and the ones because he should be no worse than their third wide receiver when they take the field against Cleveland in a couple weeks. Did you hear Mike Tomlin kind of brush that off in the postgame last night too? I had a little trouble hearing the questions last night. Who, who brought that up? I did not hear the question either, but I could tell that it was a question about James Washington jumping off of another James Washington question, and it was basically... Oh, for students, it's a time to get him more reps with the ones. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah I don't... I don't get it, Adam. I, I don't. This is this is a weird one to me. Uh, they have never been shy about recognizing a rookie who fits in with the top, uh, you know, groupings quickly, and he clearly does. And I don't know why they've 
chosen to make an example out of him. He's the last guy in the world that needs an example made of him. It's just one dog and one bone this time around. I guess so, right? Yeah, because Patterson kind of gave up his grip on the bone, didn't he? He did, man. He's got to come back on that Dobbs interception. That was a terrible throw, and you could count the dimples on the ball. He does, uh, and he needs to set that example. If he's on, so many people are saying Darius Hayward Bay's on the team because he's setting an example and he plays special teams and he can be that guy in the wide receiver meeting room. Well, you know what? You got to come back on that play too. I don't care if it's preseason. You got to help out your young quarterback. Both you of them. Get the do. impression Tom was telling him that on the sideline too. Yes. They were watching the replay at Lambeau. I got the impression that was the exact message that was being delivered. Did you know that? I think, Tom, I think Tomlin was saying we have to run a tighter ship around here. <sighs> I'm proud of you, man. I don't know how you're able to do that. I can't do that. Tighter ship. Oh, yeah! Enunciation is a lot of those, uh, you know, when I was doing high school drama back Yeah, me day, too, you know, Daddy. Those, yeah, those alliteration exercises. Yeah, we used to do those all the time. We did the mindfulness thing. Do you ever have to do the thing where you lay on your back and you breathe in and you breathe out? Well, that's breathing. That's not necessarily enunciation. <laughs> no, I know it's. Not, I know it's not that. I was talking about other things we did. In hey, he drama has, class. Some people have to practice harder than others at the basic things, Tim. Well, I mean, I don't know how your drama classes went. I would have gotten a little bit more nervous about rolling over my stomach and doing drills. But you know, that's story for another day. <laughs> Bim Tens joining us here on the Crowley Show. Yeah, you mean Bim Williams. Yes. Oh, boy, are the inside linebackers atrocious. Oh, yeah. There's there's no help to be had there, I think. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Rick Pitino, anytime I'm on Twitter, Navarro Bowman ain't running through that door. No, and... Maybe he is. It wouldn't be bad if he does. No, they, they need somebody different. I mean, they can't do this. And Dale was on earlier, and Dale's explaining some of the struggles away. Well, they haven't game planned. They didn't have five of the stars, this, that, the other. The one thing he wouldn't say is that the inside linebackers played well. Yeah, even Dale was saying, yeah, it's not good. It's not, not, not going the way you want it to. Well, I don't think anybody is evaluating last night's defensive effort and saying uh, the whole unit sucks because of the reasons you pointed out. Half the guys weren't there. I think what people are saying is, Boy, the guys who did play have a lot further to come than we hoped. Mm -hmm. I mean, Morgan Burnett looks like a guy the Wish. Packers should have let go, right? Um, and that's that's worrisome. You know, I, I think that if you look at uh, just the way that you know the corners played, the, the, the defensive backs have gotten really bad about getting off blocks the last couple of years. I don't know if that's something that's been talked about enough, but I think that's become an issue and. Yeah, you know, Bostic is just a guy. Matikevich is just a guy, and you know, for as much as Vince may drive me crazy. He's like, can you think of another guy who you can actually look at and say is playing better than what their level of expectation should be on that defense? Hilton, maybe, I guess. I don't know. And uh, I hate Hilton away from the line of scrimmage, too. I hate that look when he's in the defensive backfield, like, you know, the safety. Yeah, they've got issues. Sutton, Sutton's okay. I think Sutton will be okay. Yeah, but they got to use him. I mean, they, they got to figure out where to use him. Yeah, that's my they, they, that's my free safety. I mean, that's the only guy. That's the guy who can cover that much ground. Terrell Edmonds isn't built for that. I I still don't think Sean Davis is built for that. And Morgan Burnett's certainly not built for that. I mean, he if I'm playing him, I'm using him as a deep safety. Yeah, Sutton is sort of like their. Uh, he's like their Adam Frazier of late, right? <laughs> he's playing so well wherever you put him, but nobody wants to put him anywhere full-time, and yet they keep telling you how happy they are with him. Oh, right. Okay, well then do something with him permanently. Tim, appreciate the time, man. Uh, this will be the last time we talk because I'm getting shut down by the FCC. Red leather, yellow leather.
yellow leather, red leather. She sells seashells by the seashore. Rubber baby buggy bumpers, rubber baby buggy bumpers, rubber baby buggy bumpers. <sighs> I'm not doing the same thing. Damn it. All right, see you, Tim. Bye now. The breathing is different than enunciation. Why do I imagine him every morning in front of the mirror, like, slapping his face awake and doing those? Like, maybe to something like Eye of the Tiger or something. <laughs> the only thing that you got wrong there was him waking up in the morning. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. He's sorry. waking up in the evening. <laughs> he's waking up at 8 o'clock at night. Right. Yes. And he's smacking himself in the face then. And the Rocky theme comes on. He's getting all jammed. Yeah. He's like, how Red now, leather, yellow cow, leather. Red how? leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> Seashore. So it's so funny that he said the enunciation thing and then started to go into the drama class because I my mind went to the same spot. Cindy Schreiner at Mount Lebanon High School. She was the best. She's long since retired. Went to her retirement party a couple years ago. And one of the things that I learned from her was how to enunciate. Yeah. Not well enough, apparently, but I learned. Well, hey. I mean, there's always room for improvement, clearly. There needs to be, because you can't drop hard T's like that. I didn't drop a hard T. Tom. Running a type shit. Type. Hard T. Sorry. I mean, why you look at me like that? I'm not going against you. Love Tom, you, buddy. Tom, just, run a type shit type. One more time. Run a type shit type. One more time. Run a type shit type. Well, if it is an FCC violation, we've now committed it 18 different times. This is just scientific. We're trying to get to the bottom of it because we're trying to be better. If it is something that shouldn't have been aired, we need to make sure that we don't do it again. Right? Try to learn like, from our mistakes. Tom, we don't want to do this again. If we're on a type shit type. We can avoid it. We can never have me utter the S word on the radio again. Never want to hear it again. You got to see. Never again. Run a type shit type. You know what day it is, boys? What day, Adam? It's a Friday. Oh. And you know what that means? Yeah. It's a free movie Friday. And Adam Tickets. (laughs) The best app to book your movie tickets wants to hook you up to see Crazy Rich Asians in theaters today. We're talking about the movie Crazy Rich Asians, not just people who are sitting around in the theater. Don't miss this heartwarming, hilarious, and romantic comedy based on the beloved best-selling novel. Text BURGER to ATOM1. That's BURGER to 28661 for your chance to win standard data and mess test... Text message rates may apply. Son of a bitch. Run a type shit type. Landry Jones is safe and was safe. I'll explain more next if they haven't shut us off on ESPN Pittsburgh. Run a type shit type. The Adam Crowley Show. Axon. 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 Oh, no. Oh, it's on the nipple. Axon. Axon. Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. Stan Saverin, who you can hear from noon until two, airy weekday right here on ESPN Pittsburgh, had the strong subtweeting game last night. 
Some of you should know what you're talking about, but don't. That's why I don't come on Twitter. Yada, yada, yada. Yidi, yidi, yidi. And after my anxiety expired, I realized who he was talking about. And it's a lot of people from across the street who are tweeting about Landry Jones saying things like, the biggest winner tonight was Landry. The biggest winner before the game was Landry. I've said all along Landry was going to be the number two. It's because he all along was going to be the number two. They had it planned all along that he was going to be the number two. They sat him last night because he was the number two. So, no. No big winner. Other than James Washington, maybe. Maybe James Conner. The Jameses held up well. James squared. But Landry Jones was going to make this team as the two, always was. Last night didn't change it at all. At all. Nothing changed for Landry Jones last night. When the ball comes out of Mason Rudolph's hand in his return for a touchdown, I laughed so hard. Oh, my goodness. And when Josh Dobbs threw the baseball, the football, and it got intercepted, I laughed so hard. But I'm sure Landry didn't. I bet you Landry wants them to play well because it doesn't affect him one way or the other. The other tweet that I saw was, if Josh Dobbs balls out and Mason Rudolph sucks, what do you do? And I don't know if there was an opinion there or if it was just a legit question. But here's the answer to that question. You keep Mason Rudolph. Steelers had a first-round grade on Mason. They think he can be a Ben Roethlisberger replacement eventually. The ceiling for Josh Dobbs, the ceiling, his absolute best-case scenario is that he can be a long-term backup in this league. So do you cut the long-term backup? Or do you cut the guy that you think can be the future at the quarterback position? You cut the backup! Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And you're never cutting Landry because Ben Roethlisberger said the other day he wants that guy to come back after he makes a bad play or he makes a read. He wants that guy to come back to and say, what did you see on this play? What did you think they were in there? Cover two? They bracketing on this side? He wants to ask a veteran quarterback. It's another set of eyes. And now with Randy Feekner being the quarterback's coach and also the offensive coordinator, I think it now more than ever is more important to have that extra set of eyes. So it was never going to happen. Landry Jones was always going to be the guy. And I just needed to get that out there. I just needed to say it because I'm sick and tired of that topic becoming themes for terrible radio shows. I mean, why? Why? I'll talk about it for five minutes, but longer than that, what happens if... No! There are no hypothetical scenarios in which Mason Rudolph overtakes Landry this year. There are no hypothetical situations where Josh Dobbs makes the roster and Landry Jones doesn't. So enough of the nonsense. That's being disingenuous or uninformed. You pick one. Pick one. Uninformed or disingenuous, I'll go with... Yes. Both. Soft TH. 412-922-2874. That's the number to call. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. The Pirates are 500. City 1. City 1. I don't know why I say it like that. I was trying to be cool. It's 61 and 61. I apologize. I'll take it on the chin for that one. I'm sorry. They've scored five fitty runs 
Give it up 550. 550. I'm sorry. I don't know what's gotten into me. It's a Friday. I'm all excited. About an hour and 10 minutes till the weekend. You know, I got plans at eight. It's like street Crowley. Yes, it is. Yo. Mean streets of Mount Lebanon where Troy Apke is running around and Ian Happ's hitting jacks. What happened in Yo Hood? I got Apke. I got Cuban. I'll put my school up against Yo School. Let's go. That's like the Mount Lebanon hat trick. You got those two being badass, and then me and Matt Williamson on the air last Wait, night. That's the hat trick. That's four. No, it's not. Me and Williamson are a package. Wait, that's so much wrong with that. We're a package. No. Package deal. Are you claiming that you're Levo's Mount Lebanon's greatest citizen or one of four? I am claiming that right now, on a given night, you need three things to happen for a Lebo hat trick. And what we had happen was... Each of them balled out, and me and Williamson collectively balled out. That's the Lebo hat trick. Tommy didn't really do anything. I went to Mount Lebanon. And you ran the board. Produced. That's how you get out over the Tom air. Tom ran the entire network last That's night. how you go out over the air. It's because of me, a Mount Lebanon grad. Yeah, in fact, I sh- okay, I will, I will, you know what, you were right. I will amend it. The Lebo hat trick was me and Williamson and Tom balling out from Lebo. It's five. And Apke... And hat balling out from Lebo. Hell yeah. That's a hat trick right there. Now, when I was in high school, the Lebo hat trick was you walk to school, and then you get a ride home from somebody in a Benz, all while wearing a pop collar. That was the Lebo hat trick back in my day. (laughs) Now it is whatever good happens to three different entities from Mount Lebanon in one given night, that's Lebo hat trick. That's my hood. What's your hood got? Apparently, my radio station has a lot of privileged white guys working here. <laughs> I'm not all white. No. I did my <laughs> AncestryDNA.com. Did you really? Yeah. I am 2% African-American. Or <laughs> African. <laughs> I am. African-American. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, you're just two percent African. Okay, that was dumb. Two percent African. Okay. Yeah, I can see it. So I'm not a privileged white guy. I'm a privileged mixed don't, don't, mixed race don't, man. No, 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 don't, don't. What do you mean? Just don't. I have the proof. No one can get mad at me. <laughs> I got the proof. Don't, don't. The proof is in the pudding. Don't add us with two percent. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> stop right now. All right, I actually don't have the proof because my whole family got their ancestry DNA back, and I didn't because you spit in a tube. Well, I was thankful for that. I thought you had to do other stuff to get into the tube, but you spit in the tube, and you're not supposed to eat for like 30 minutes beforehand. But I had eight beers leading up to the 30 minutes beforehand, so your son is 98 percent half of Iceland. <laughs> Looks like he's German. Strong German roots. <laughs> yeah. No, I was banging Guinness. I'm ninety eight percent I'm ninety eight percent Irish and two percent black. It's a stout. Uh, so you didn't get it back because it was tainted with beer, is what you're saying. I'm happy you were able to infer something from that. Okay. I think that is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Makes right. sense. They're sending it back to me. We'll give the results whenever we get them. Yeah, what was the rest of your family, though? I mean, because you're, like, related to them. That should give you a pretty good picture. Dad's side's very Irish. Mom's side's very Italian and uh, Polish. Yeah? Yeah. 
I identify with the Irish. Yeah, I noticed. Unless I'm at an Italian restaurant, then I start ordering things sounding like I know what's up. Yeah, hey, oh. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. A pizza pie. Yeah. I have a pizza pie. We went out to this place yesterday, and my wife's, her grandparents are literal off the boat Italians, and yeah, she just puts me to shame. She can eat a thousand carbs in a sitting. Mm-hmm. I can only do it if I'm consuming it via Guinness. Yeah, it's like uh, Sherpas who live at high altitude. When you grow up consuming those kind of calories in one sitting and you have a grandmother who keeps shoving them down your throat, yes. you, you get used to it. What's a Sherpa? Sherpa is a uh, it's a porter that carries stuff up mountains. Uh, and it's actually a, a type of person living in Nepal, Tibet area. Sherpa. For, for your purposes, they carry stuff. I think it was like a 1% Sherpa. Coming up next, <laughs> Juju is lit, and I couldn't be happier about it. I'm going to get fired for so many reasons. It's the Crowley Show.